What's up, Lounge Queen? Welcome back to Alicia's Lounge. I know you guys have been waiting since Wednesday. Y'all been like, come on, drop it, drop it, drop it. Today, I am dropping part three, the finale to the love of a lifetime. So I don't want to take up any more of your time. I know you want to hear the rest of this amazing interview, get more juicy details, and find out more about Jay and Bam and how their love transcended and uplifted and is continuing to uplift people. So without further ado, here's part three and the finale to the love of a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean that that's a lot. So like how like what do you feel was like the most impactful lesson or the most impactful thing she left with you or impression she left on you like during your whole experience? I mean, I know she with you today, but while she was here on, on on this, you know, on this life, what impact did she leave in you that's helping you or pushing you today? That I am worthy. I am so worthy of everything. Mm. My heart dies. I even when I'm trying to become a better me, even when I'm not the best me right now, I am still worthy. Mm. That was the most important thing is that I'm worthy. So I'm so grateful for being able to experience her. Yeah. Um, and then you have to really think about it. I was the last person in her life, you know? Right? I must be like something special to even been granted that time with her. And if you really think about it, just think about it. The moment we met, the last day she caught COVID, that's when she began to die, you know? Right. Her mission was was completing. Like her mission here on earth was completing when she met me. Like I was the final piece to the puzzle. And it's so hard to believe that this was a bad thing that she, you know, she left. I've definitely been looking at things in a higher light, you know? Right. She was so at peace with life. And she had been through That's hard to find. Yeah, she was so at peace with life. Um, After she had been through so much. When I first met her, I knew that she had been through so much just by the way she looked at me when I gave her something or just came home with just because gifts or just Mm -hmm. something just, you know, I knew she had a rough life and I was so glad to make her smile. Her birthday last year, it was, it was COVID. And so I literally made a whole restaurant on our balcony okay you better pinterest vibes me and so you can tell when she came out on that balcony she was this big big beautiful smile she had dimples and (laughs) i was just so in love with her smile and so i was always trying to make her smile and um you just can tell that she was just so content with me she was a closed off person and her family says that all the time. But mm-hmm. we balanced each other. 
Right. Her niece told me, yeah, her niece told me that I was like the beauty that tamed her, you know? Mm. The tamed the beast, you know? And it made a lot of sense because even her family was just like, how did you get this little soft, little (laughs) sensitive thing, you know? (laughs) And you're so rough and so, you know. But she had such a huge soft spot for me mm. and I knew I just never took advantage of it you know that's good that's important because people realize that and just wear the hell out I think that's what makes me feel so good is that I knew I did not take her for granted you she, like you appreciated every moment like you valued your time man, with her man I think about everything I did for her I think about the things that I said, the moments we shared that was just so big for me. Man, it was just, I really feel like I'm in a dream because I can't express how honored I feel. Yeah. You know, to experience such a love so young. I'm only 28. Right. To experience a love so young like that it does kind of scare me because i'm like damn I, am i gonna be lonely for the rest of my life now right i'm saying like can, can you meet somebody else at <laughs> like it's are home. you supposed to i girl i tried to go out the other day and this girl did not open my door and i was just like hell no and you were just like oh no <laughs> uh-uh. nope uh-uh. and you know what's so crazy <laughs> is now this like you already had the high standards but it's like after you experience this kind of love, you can't settle for nothing. I'm not settling for shit. I refuse. You ain't open my door, block. You ain't do a buy. Like maybe you gotta be, you gotta be prepared. Like once you meet somebody and y'all can vibe like that on y'all first day in two weeks, y'all love each other, baby. Y'all don't stand. Like it's like, how do you date after that? Like. How can you how can you come back to a reasonable lifestyle after experiencing something so extraordinary? I'm telling you, I'm scared. I'm scared. So I'm scared for you. It's not ghetto <laughs> out here. I'm scared that I'll, I'll never, you know. And then it's either one or two things. It's like I'm scared that I'll be alone, you mm-hmm. know. And then the other thing is I'm scared that I might find someone just as good as her. Oh, how am I gonna feel about that? You know, mm. I feel like you have more than one soulmate. You have soulmates on each level that you're on. You you you're you become. So it's like I met her at a certain level, and then it's just like I know that I'm another soulmate when yeah. I get on a different level. You have soulmates for each level of life you're on you know Lucia's preparing for your next soulmate in life I don't you know what it's so early on it's still so fresh yeah every time I think about loving someone else I get mad because it's just like I was okay with her yeah like you had seen forever like this forever bro I'm telling you, I never thought about getting married before, but when I met her, I was just like, I told my grandma before I left here, I said, you don't have anything to worry about. This is the one. I'm going to marry her. Mm. 
and my grandma looked at me because I ain't never talked about marriage before. I always said that was something I didn't want, you know. Yeah. And it's just. Unless you was ready to get some dresses and shit. Man. <laughs> planned out with dress like our flower arrangements and shit. Girl, I was about to marry this woman. <laughs> I was about to marry her. Well, y'all got married for three lifetimes. I think y'all good. I don't know. She owe me a ring. So she said, oh, you want for this one? You sure do. Like this, now you skipped out early on this one. I need my ring. Exactly. Got me messed up. I mean, but just to even be able to experience it. I don't know. Because I just feel like, I just feel like I would feel so incomplete, like. I guess because y'all, y'all have that connection. I got to understand it. You know, you know, she's still around. I just feel like, damn, I don't feel like I really got to say my goodbyes in this form. So it it leaves, it still hurt. It's like, I feel like that's more so where my hurt will come from. Like, I'd be happy about the experience, but it's like, I still feel that kind of, that hurt. I feel hurt right there. Like, damn. I'm still hurting. I'm hurting. Day. I wake up like the mo- the day that she went into cardiac arrest. That was the first night that we never slept since I had moved out there. That was mm. the night I had not told her goodnight since the moment we met. Um, it hurts moving on. I'm not gonna lie. It hurts every time I'm moving on. Every time I take another step into moving on. I feel like I'm leaving her behind. Every mm. time I look at the date, I get upset because I feel like I'm leaving her behind. Sometimes I feel like I'm still stuck at February 1st and it's July 18th, you know? Yeah. Um, I do not count the day she clinically passed away because... Right. I've been without her since February 1st. Right. Um, trust me, I have an understanding on the spirit realm, the spiritual part about it, but my human self is aching a lot. Yes. I ache. Some days I am okay. Mm-hmm. Some days I am not. Some days I wake up and I just cannot understand why. Um, It was a point where I was just so mad at her. I was so, so mad at her. I was mad at her about her family treating me the way they did. And that was another thing I had to deal with on top of the grief. Yeah. I move out of my home, you know. That was devastating. It was devastating. I didn't go to her funeral. And I'm not going to lie. These things I'm not upset about because mm. I don't. I didn't want to see her like that. Not only that, I know she's not gone. So I'm not about to go to a funeral, you know? Um, right. But this grieving process, it's it still hurts like hell. I'm, I've never been the person that was not okay with being alone, but now 
I am not okay with being alone. It's like I do not like being alone now. Right. And that, it, it changes it. Yeah. yeah, it makes me feel some type of way because I used to do shit alone all the time. Hmm. Then when we first got in a relationship, that was one of the problems. It was like that I liked being alone so much because I go into the movies and stuff. She's like, hey, you in a whole relationship now. You know? <laughs> so, like you're supposed to take me with you and invite right. me at least. <laughs> you know? So um, it's definitely look, it's definitely really changed me. Uh, my social media can go out. Like I can be going to visit someone or or out and at that very moment just something clicks and I have to go um oh this is something so important that I just really need to say I lost so many friends I lost a friend of 20 years the Mm. best friend that I was I went out there to see I lost her we were already not we already had a confrontation before it happened but what the universe showed me during this situation, when I say it hurt me so bad, that I'm grieving that friendship too. Right. That's I'm like, you double grieving. Like, it was just like, I mean, I get the abundance was hitting you, but the blows was hitting you too. Like, dang. And I'm crying because I really fucking miss her. Yeah. I miss her so much, but I just cannot deal with what went on. Now, we had some issues before this happened, but I text her when I was in, I was in the back of the ambulance and she was the first person I called because she lived in Texas. Right. Didn't have family. I maybe had two cousins out there, but they were like distant and, you know, and so I called her, like calling, I'm calling, I'm calling. She answers the phone. I yell through the phone like, bam, ain't breathing. She hangs up and then she texts me. What can I do for you? I told her that bam wasn't breathing. And then she asked again, what can I do for you? When I say that hurt me so bad. And I still haven't heard from her. Now, mm. after 20 years, you're not even just my best friend. You're kind of like Nah, you family, bro. Like, we invested way. We too far invested. And that's how I look at it. She was my sister, you know? Mm-hmm. And regardless of the problems that we had before. It's bigger than that. It's so much. If she would have called me crying, let me know that her significant other was not breathing. I swear to God, I don't give a fuck if I was at work. I need to go right now. Yeah. And that's how I kept looking at it. Yeah. And at first I was just like, well, y'all wasn't, y'all wasn't talking before this even happened. But it's still, I just keep thinking about how it would But nah, mattered. yeah, that, that's what you, you know, put that aside for that. It wouldn't have mattered to me. I still, I even would have called her and checked on her, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't even it, hung up. Like, it's the fact you even hung I up had, on me and to text me for me. I haven't heard from her. And what's crazy is her child's father was part of the reason why we was uh, feuding. 
he has been calling and checking up on me since. Mm. Which says a lot. It does. It hurts so bad because I really needed her. I needed her so bad. Yeah. I still need her. I still think about her all the time. You know, that was my best friend of 20 years. We were we were in the first grade when we met, you know, mm-hmm. and we have been ever since. And I have not heard from her since February 1st. Her asking me, is it anything that she can do? Can she help me? Like, and, and it was in such of a way, it was like, what can I do for you? Like, what do you want type of situation? I want you to put the bullshit aside and be there and be my friend. But, you know, that's, that's, oh, man. It, it speaks volumes. And just even with people that was in my daily life. So I was really, I was really sidetracked by her family. Like, so I was dealing with that. So it was devastation everywhere. People letting me down. Mm-hmm. Even friends that I've had for years. Now that I cannot be the emotion, I was always the nurturing friend. People can always come to me for everything, for advice, for a shoulder to cry on. But now that I can no longer be that at this very moment, I have become... Disposable. Man, I've been on a different... I became someone in a different position in their lives. Right. It really has opened my eyes. Um, I've had exes, you know, one ex that, you know, we we were young when we dated. And she had the nerve, like I was having an episode and I was venting to her. And she just got quiet and then she was like, you know what? You never loved me that, that way. I feel some type of way. While I'm in the middle of having a breakdown, she told me that she was jealous of Bam and the fact that I didn't love her the way I love Bam. Mm. I've never seen so many selfish ass people and the universe is just, (laughs) it hurts like hell because it's almost like the universe wants me to sit in solitude (laughs) right now. I said, you like to be alone? Let me show you some. Just because I, I I have a very, very small circle now. Hey, it's preparing you for um, something, though. You know what else? It made me realize how dysfunctional my family is. Hmm. It made me realize how black people really suppress their emotions. I had a family member that told me that you need to move on because life goes on. I've had, I've gotten to it with a sister of mine. I've gotten, I've had words with one of my, my mother because they didn't understand. And it was just like, they were trying to get me to suppress emotions. And I'm at a very spiritual part of my life where I feel like I cannot suppress these emotions. I already got too much shit going on. Right. I got to address this shit. And I have to address it now, you know? And this situation alone has taught me so much. Like, it's one of the most beautiful yet devastating times in my life. 
Mm-hmm. I was strong because I've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I'm really going through this alone really makes me understand, you know, where my growth is. Um, can't really say that it's going through it alone. I was gonna say you ain't had you ain't had no type of support or nothing during this journey. No, it's not that. It's just like not the support that I would I really want. I'm not gonna just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I it was some lessons that I had to learn. I had to check myself. Like, okay, for the people that are here, that is here, they're doing what they can. Some people cannot. They don't know what to say. Right. Be. And some people just really is just looking out for themselves no, and, and, you know, as much as they can. So I had to check myself because I, I remember one day, I mean, one time I was just going off on everybody because I felt like they wasn't there for me the way I really needed them to be. But I had to check myself because I can't want someone to do what I want them to do, you know? Right. But I have been taking time to myself because sometimes I just cannot deal with other people and how they feel about certain things. Very true. That's very important. Take time to yourself always. Yeah. So, um, this situation has taught me so much. I can go down so many lists. Um, it's definitely cleaning house for me. The people that it's not supposed to be in my life, they aren't. Right. right well, bye bye. I'm not gonna lie. I miss my best friend so much. I miss mm-hmm. so much. But the way things went down, I can no longer. I cannot let her back in my life. This situation has definitely taught me about boundaries. Mm. Heavy on the boundaries now. I feel you on that, girl. It's taught me how to self-love. Like, we talk about self-love as in pampering ourselves and stuff like that, but sometimes self-love is not answering that phone call, sis. Talk about it. Sometimes it's not allowing somebody to keep coming back in and out of your life. Allowing, Mm. setting boundaries. Say that then. Uh, skipping over uh, right right then and there pleasures for later on, you know, enjoyments and things, well. you know. It's just so much and I would fool if I was to let her back in my life because that was it. That was your test, you know, and you just wasn't there. Um, it's just taught me so much uh, the different side of the self-love that no one likes to talk about because sometimes dealing with self-love it's gonna hurt like hell you might even be alone for a long time you know um, they don't tell you that though they don't tell you that they, they say work on yourself that. so sometimes self-love is not pretty and all peaches and creams and roses and honey and shit it's not. Mm. Hell, when you set boundaries, you got to respect them too. That part. So. 
They went to try to throw them boundaries out till they realized they got a hold of the end of the bargain, too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we all got these boundaries. No, baby, you got to make sure you hold them up, though. Boundaries got to apply all the time, not some of the time. No. But every day, it's a learning. I wake up every day willing to continue those boundaries, willing to continue to grow and learn. And I promise myself that I'm going to get through this regardless of how long it takes. I'm going to take my time and I'm not going to apologize for it. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of skeptical about telling our story because for one, Ben was a real, uh, <laughs> she was really private about her life, you know? Right. But I feel like this is also something that's going to help me heal. Mm-hmm. Um, because grieving is so much more than you just crying someday yeah. you're going to have a big ass you know breakthrough and then the next day uh, you're back at square one they have like the seven stages of grief but they don't tell you that it, it, it does not go in order they don't tell you that tomorrow you can be at one and then the next day you be at five and then you're back at zero. Like if they don't tell you none of that. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just, man. That's it's the just, problem. Leaving out the good stuff. What I need to know. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. just. I hate to see it. I hate to see it. I mean, but you know, it just really sounds like overall. Like y'all had, it sounded like y'all had a real good friendship, and it's crazy because y'all really originally bonded over music. First time y'all met, y'all listened to music, so music seemed to be a common thing to watch our relationship. It definitely was, and after she got into a coma, um, I would go up to the hospital every day and put music on just to stimulate her and everything, and. Um, it was certain songs that really stuck to me. And all throughout this journey, I'm a really big music person. So throughout the stages of my life, I have different songs for different things. And I'm so much of a lyricist. lyricist. So mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. I have so many songs that has so much meaning that reminds me of her in our situation. And right. every stage of it happened from February 1st. I can I have a whole playlist of everything. And it's certain songs I still can't listen to to this day because it hurts so much. Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels. I'm going to have to go check it out because I love me some Jasmine now. But she, her whole album, Bam listened to the whole thing every day, all day when it first came out. And I just, for the life of me, I cannot listen to that whole CD. Right. It just, it's so many things that trigger me throughout the day. Right. I could be okay one minute and then the next minute I'm just like crying uncontrollably. So. I mean, yeah, because, like, often when people hear about grief or grieving, you know, they think, oh, you cry. 
And it, it be my thing is like, how do you move on with life after you lose somebody you was spending every day with? Like you did almost every day with them. Like you was with them all the time. Like how do you move on to life? Like how do you find a new normal? Like how do you adjust to that? To be honest, I, I just I just can never wrap my head around it. Like it just don't make sense I, to me. I slept a lot. It would be times I couldn't be conscious. I just could not be conscious. Mm. So I'd be taking melatonin just so I wouldn't be conscious. Um, to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I got to this. I just lived. I just. I allowed myself to feel the feelings. This is how you get through grief. You feel all of the feelings. Don't compartmentalize. Don't bargain. Mm. Don't just feel them because mm. it's not going to go away. It's going to manifest into something else. It's energy. Emotions are energy and it's going to transform into a different form. It's going to go into a different form, whether it's anger, whether it's in your body, because I've been having a lot of body changes. A lot of body changes for the last two months. No, it's been longer than that. For the last three, four months, like I've been having so much in the lower part of my legs. And I know that it's from different emotions. Mm. Um, it's, you don't adapt. You just, you just go through it. You just get through it. I literally do not, the moment that I had to come home alone, I was so lost. I stayed at the hospital, but staying at the hospital was driving me crazy because I was watching her in this state and she was not waking up and that was driving me crazy. Cause like, how do you walk back in the house that night? How do you walk back where you just seen her laying? How do you go get in the bed? Like, I I'm literally, like, I, I slept with the lights on. I slept mm. with the TV on. I had music on. I just, it was okay. the most, the most I, I, it, it sounds like it was some emotional stuff because I'm just thinking like all the thoughts that would be running through my head. Like, I don't know what would be running through my head, but when I see, because like recently I've been seeing a lot of people on my social media who been losing their partners or somebody like they really thought they had time with, but somebody they loved. And it's just like, damn, like y'all was just good. You was literally just with this person earlier in the day. And later that day, they gone. Like, how do you process that? Like just an hour ago, we was talking and now I'm never going to hear you talk to me again. I'm never going to see you again. I'm never going to be with you again. Like, physically here on this and this earth like I know you still around I can still feel your energy I can still feel your presence but what do you do when you need that phone call when you need that hug when you need that person there in person what do you do yeah. <laughs> I can't forgive like, you is it, yeah and that's why I'm like it's, it's hard like that's why I'm like, I know this episode will be good for people because I know a lot of people, I mean, they may they they probably can't they can't understand on that that magnitude of how deeply y'all two was connected. But I feel like they can relate in the fact of they lost 
somebody who meant the world to them or somebody who they adored at such a high magnitude and now they trying to figure out. You literally just have to go through the emotions because if you do not, like, one thing, um, I had people telling me that they, you know, admired about me because, like, when they were asking me if I'm okay, I'm like, no. You know? Just was, keeping it real. No, this, bitch, I'm not know, okay. Not okay. This is not okay. You know, when people tell, ask me how I'm doing, I'm better. You know? I'm being honest. I'm ex- I was so adamant about expressing myself because this is what I want to do. I did not want to keep having going to go back to it. I wanted mm-hmm. to feel these emotions because I wanted to grieve properly. What I don't want is extra work I have to do. You know, um, I just sat with emotions every time I honored them. And one of the activities that I do still now, you know, I can come home from a hard day because, you know, most of the day I was just thinking about her and I will literally sit in the middle of the floor. I will place my right hand over my heart and my left over my stomach. I'll take three deep breaths. And if I feel like crying, if I want to scream, I will allow myself to feel whatever it is that I wanted to feel at that moment. I'm not going to suppress it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to honor those feelings, acknowledge that they're there, allow myself to feel it. But that night before I went to bed, I knew that those feelings was not going to travel with me to the next day. The next day was going to be a new day. And gratitude. Mm, talk about it. Talk. That's crazy. Before you even go there, that's so crazy. Because I was just watching uh, one of my uh, motivational lives, and she said, "When you talk, when you hear people talk about relationships, dating, anything, you never hear them mention gratitude. Gratitude is not something people like. That's not something you hear them ask for or even mention when they talk about somebody else." In fact, you even said gratitude. That, that was it for me. So, but yes, you can, you gratitude, you, you have to be, I, regardless of how everything went down, I am still grateful to have met her. I'm grateful to experience the experience. Like, I cannot imagine my life without her. I couldn't imagine if I never met her. I just, I feel like it was a very crucial time in my life. And I feel like, Gratitude is getting me through this grief. Mm. I every day I wake up. Also, I'm big on so every time I see one 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 eleven, I either say affirmations of things I want to happen, or just affirmations for myself, or I stop what I'm doing, whatever it is I'm doing. When I see one one one, I start to express the things that I'm got grateful for and it has really it has really transformed me like gratitude has really gotten me through these times these these hurtful times the fact that I'm I'm grateful and I often say how grateful I am to have met her I talk to her a lot you know, every night I sit down with a blunt. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that on here. Hey, 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 we are 420 friendly oh, here okay. so I sit at the lounge. 
one every night and I get me some tea and I sit up and we talk. I tell her, even though she can see everything that went on in my day, I still talk to her, let her know that I, I appreciate her and because she's a part of my spirit team now. She's one of my guardian angels. So I tell her about my day as if she was still here. So yeah. Okay, so I guess my thing is so do you feel like you feel like at peace, like there's like if you could say final words to her, like but do you feel like you already at peace? Like you feel like she know everything. So you saying final words is not something that you even had to ever do because she knew or she know exactly like in this lifetime, like just, just in a natural, like in your human form, pretty much, you know, you feel like you always, like you said, you had the gratitude there. So like, you know, she's, she know very clearly how you felt how much you appreciated her, loved her, and the time that y'all spent together meant everything to you. Like, you feel like she genuinely knew that before she left. She knew. Even when um, when I spoke, when the medium spoke to her, you know, the week after she died, she she knows. And to be honest, I can't, the reason why I can't, Cause I was going to give her like a little, my own memorial. Cause I wasn't, I didn't go to the funeral. Right. So I can't fix my mouth up to tell her bye. I can't fix my mouth up to say final words because I don't think that she's gone. I feel like deep down inside my soul knows that she's still with me and she will still always be with me. So, no final words, because I'm still going to be talking to her ass for the rest of my life. Right. <laughs> she's, she's here. She's, she's, she's eternal, you know, and she's within me. Um, the love is definitely still, I still feel that love. Mm. Um, yeah. But- it's no final words (laughs) no final words so like ultimately since you don't have any final words for bam what would you ultimately like want like what is something like what's her legacy like what is something you want people to always know like something about her like you know when, when they hear her name when they think about her when they see her what is something that they should know like that she was always this person that smiled. When things went wrong in her life, she never stayed mad or sad. She Mm. gave herself time to process those emotions and she got back to loving life. She was always just this beautiful, happy person. She never let anything. She loved to party. She Mm. loved to have a good time. She loved to smile. She loved to dance. (laughs) <laughs> she was just this bright, beautiful soul with this beautiful ass smile with dimples and these white, beautiful teeth. Like, just just know that she was just this beautiful person. She got along with everybody, but she didn't take no shit. <laughs> so, okay. 
she didn't take no shit. So she wasn't. <laughs> she was gonna say how she felt, regardless of how anybody felt about it. So <laughs> I will just well, every time you think about it, just know that she was just this beautiful, happy person always. That's good. That's definitely good. Like that's definitely something to remember somebody's eyes. Just like you always want to remember them in a positive note, but just to like hear how she changed her life, it's like, damn, it's like damn. You know, wish I could have met you. You know, you sound like somebody I would have hung out with, you know, without quarantine around. You know? Yeah, she was definitely like, man, she was just this bomb ass person. She was bomb as fuck. Like, I miss her so much. And she was so goofy. We would sit up and giggle and laugh. It was almost like we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> we were just. We just vibe so hard, you know. She was so goofy. And she had so many nicknames for me. Uh oh. So many <laughs> nicknames. You gotta, you gotta keep the cute little names around now. Girl. She used to call me Baby Bop. Uh-huh. Um Peanut Butter Drip. Okay. Um, Booty. Booty was her favorite. Which one was your favorite to hear? All of them. Yeah. Just knowing they were coming from her, I didn't care. You know. (laughs) I did not care. I did not care. Well, I am definitely... Um, you know, I'm definitely glad that you were able to even experience something. Like, I'm glad you was able to experience it in this lifetime, like in your human form. You I done had lifetimes together before, but I'm glad that you were able to finally experience it in your human form. And I'm glad that, you know, even though you aren't completely, you know, like I don't ever know if you'll ever completely heal from this or recover completely, but I'm glad that you were far, far, far further along or far enough in your journey to even come on and, you know, be able to talk about her without crying the complete time. Like you were able to, you know, shed some light on, you know, how she changed your life, you know, the impact that she had on others and just the person that she was and how you guys really connected. It just, and it just comes to show that, you know, you should accept friend requests out here on Facebook, honestly. It changed a lot. Yeah. Y'all ain't take nothing from here. Y'all need to make new friends out, out of state. But you know like, what? I didn't even know. It didn't even dawn on me. I didn't really understand. Like, it didn't hit home to me because I didn't even know who she was, especially when she hit me up. I was just like, huh? Who is this? Right. And so, when we become friends, <laughs> Right, I didn't even. It just didn't dawn on me, and didn't I didn't know that it was gonna come from a whole relationship. Hey. Just it, and it goes to show you how sometimes how life can be like life can change so quickly. It can just go in a different direction yeah. so quickly. But another key thing that I want to say before I end things is that if you pay attention. Before they met and had the in-person connection, 
they had a friendship. Like it was a it was a genuine getting to know each other back and forth, understanding. And I feel like that's very important. Like they might have they might have gotten a relationship or like it might have been an immediate connection, but the thing is they got to know each other. And you have to take time to like really get to know each other. So during that time, like y'all had an understanding of each other. And it's just like once y'all came together, all that understanding was immediate. Like it was just in tune. So naturally, y'all was just already, y'all was already high. So it just went higher. And mm-hmm. it was just beautiful that y'all really got to experience that, that p- people y'all was around got to experience it and feel that love and see it. And I hope through this episode, ultimately, people can see, you know, true love and they can see that, you know, hell, it is a journey. It's a process and that you have to show up and do it every day. It's not something that just happens. It's not just something you get over and it's not, you know, just something that can be fixed, you know, in a matter of weeks or in a matter of days, like. It's something you really have to invest time and effort into, and that you know when you connect say, it deeper, oh, you know I'm you're sorry. still talking. Oh, I just wanted to say oh, that um, when you're going through something like this, it's okay to not be okay. Mm, yes, it is okay to want to cry. Like, do not. One of the things that we are so set on. It's just like we don't like to sit in our feelings because they're uncomfortable. But we yeah. have to understand that grieving, you have to go through the, you have to get through them in order to get through it. <laughs> to get through, you literally have to get through it. You have to sit with these emotions. You have to become these emotions. You have to, you have to feel them. Mm. And it's okay to not be okay. It is. It is. It is. Okay to not be okay. So, it is definitely okay. <laughs> well, I want to thank you again for coming on. I want to thank you for sharing your story. I want to thank you for you know just just everything because this it was it was definitely an amazing you know it was definitely a love of a lifetime. Like I really feel like I witnessed a whole lifetime for that to be a year. I really feel like I went through a lifetime, honestly. That's so I, I don't feel like no other title would have been more appropriate than this because I really felt like y'all had a lifetime worth of experiences in a year and it's crazy. Definitely. It is definitely crazy. That's but how I feel. <laughs> yeah, I know huh, how you feel, girl. I'm sitting here like, well, damn, like that that was a that was a hell of a movie. Like I really felt like I was sitting here trying to picture it all. I'm just like, man, this ends. <laughs> damn. I just wanted to see a little bit more. Y'all couldn't extend it or something. Like we couldn't just add a couple more plays in there. Oh, trust me, girl, we got way more stories. <laughs> yeah, you know we're gonna have to do an extended version. You know we're gonna have to bring you back out on the show, talk a little bit more about different topics because that spiritual. That spiritual talk that definitely got that definitely gave me, you know, a couple, you know, a couple ideas that I might want to run by you for future content. So, you know, I definitely, definitely hit me up. I'm, yes, I'm, yes, yes. I'm down. Yes, man. So we want to thank you again for stopping by. 
and we will definitely be in contact soon. Until next time. Thank you so much for letting me on the show, and it was my pleasure talking to y'all. It makes me feel better. Well, we're glad that it makes you feel somewhat better. And like we said, thank you again. All right, Lounge Crew, thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. Make sure you guys tune in weekly on Mondays and Fridays at noon for new episodes. Also, follow me on all social sites at Leisha's Lounge so you don't miss any updates when I drop new content. Make sure you like, share, and comment today and let me know what you think about today's episode.